0: Man, show friend of the show, Coach Steve Smiley, Northern Colorado Bears out of the Big Sky Conference. Got three one on the year, man, so far. Got a nice break coming up here. For, not that they wanted it, they got a break, but they're going to enjoy it. Coach Smiley, what's up, But How you doing, man?
1: It's good to see you, boss, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. Now things are good.
0: I hear that, man. Well, that man's just ran. 8 8 888 on the year already play some tough opponents uh, during a the, during the non-league schedule. Tell me about that, how they prepared your guys for the Bit Sky, which we already know is a hard league every year. Now, people, should, people should know about it, but they don't know. They know because you all guys play so late out there on our side of this country here. But right. you all play some tough ball out there, man. Very quality stuff you guys got going on at the Bit Sky Conference.
1: No question. And I, th- I think our, our, you know, our non-league was brutal. You know, I think at one point our, our non, non-league strength of schedule was 19th in the country, top 20 in the country in terms of one of the hardest schedules out there. And so, you know, it just kind of dropped that way where, you know, you're playing Texas. Uh, I, think, I think at the time we played them, there were six or something in the country. Arizona, when we played them, they were number one in the net. Uh, Colorado State, which is right down the road, but, you know, they're top 25 in the country right now. Washington State which is floating around top 50. So, and even beyond that, at Hawaii, uh, Pacific, out of the West Coast Conference, um, at Cal Baptist, who's, who's one of the best teams in the WAC. And so, long story short, boss, I mean, just a really hard schedule, which is hard to go through. But at the end of the day, too, like when you play at Texas and at Arizona and you get to your league and you're playing maybe like at Montana, which is one of the best teams in the league, great road environment, it doesn't affect you as much because you just played in front of, you know, 9, 10, 12,000 people at Arizona. So I think the, the good part of it is when you walk into league, you've been battle tested. You've played a bunch of hard games. You've played a bunch of road games. So really trying to sell it to your guys that way, like, hey, this is not going necessarily, to necessarily be fun. It's not going to be easy. But if we approach it the right way, it will help us in the league. And I think it has helped us so far.
0: I didn't see no different styles, different environments help because, like you said, you've played at a power five place or a top WCC place. So like you're going to up to Montana or you go to Eastern Washington has been good for years or anywhere, or coast face sprinkle up there in Bozeman. You're not worried about that because you've played in Arizona and these big places with all these different fans and you've experienced that top level competition. So guess what? These guys aren't those guys we played against. So we can beat these guys.
1: Yeah. I think the other thing that was crazy about this year is, nine of our first 11 games came down to the final possession, which was crazy. But uh, of those, I think we won five, lost four. You know, you, you, you put it down to the last minute. Who knows what's going to happen, right? Ball bounces one way or the other. But um, I think being in so many close games, we did play Sprinkle in Montana State. We did play Montana, our first two league games. They came down to the final possession. Uh, Sprinkle and those guys, it was overtime. So it went all the way to, to that extra period. We were able to win both those games, and you can win or lose them. But being in those situations and being in close games early in the, early in our non conference, you don't panic. You know, if you're just if you're just playing teams that every game is a blowout, this that, then, then all of a sudden you got a real game. It's hard, but we were in so many close games, and again, we won some, we won, we lost some, but I do think that really helped us with our early season Big Sky games when they went down to the wire.
0: You kind of read my mind because I was ask, t- t- ask you about that. Getting those live reps, you can put time on the clock in practice, but it's not the same intensity of seeing another jersey that's not, that's not your team. So, like, you got actually live repetition of close yep. games, of timeouts in a close game situation. So, guess what? playing in Boise, playing tough on the road at Sprinkle or or DeGua at cure you're not worried about it because we've already done it before. We're battle-tested. We were good to go because I feel like too many times you can put do it in practice all you want to, but see, as you get out there on, on the game court with referees and fans, you don't really see what you really have.
1: Yeah, like, like even today with this break, like we got this little section of special situations like, hey, we're down 2 we're up to, whatever. That's fine and we learn that way and that's important, you know, to have a smart team but there's no way to replicate the pressure of it happening in the game. And that clock's winding down and there's a minute left or whatever. And you've got to operate. You've got to not only execute, but you got to think the game. So, yeah, I mean, having those live reps, like you can't, you can't put a price tag on that.
0: No doubt. And also, Fleck will like will help you guys when you say like February and March, tight game, foul trouble, whatever can happen. COVID can happen, whatever. Guys have been through this already. They're not like, oh, my God, my number's getting called, like, they probably right. had to play in a non league or in the league at some point in time. So, talk about that piece of as well. Getting the reps heard of so where guys can see it and learn from on film, practice, and what have you. When it really counts, you have those guys already ready, and hopefully they're ready and they're mentally ready to come in and help you all, guys, if you need to call on them at that point in time.
1: Yeah, I think absolutely. And I think the thing that's even with this year with COVID that going along those lines is like the guys that aren't playing as much on your roster, trying to keep those guys ready to go. Because, you know, as a coach, you always, you're always you always saying, hey, be, be ready when your number's called, right? Like, at some point, your number's going to be called and you need to perform or it might not get called again. And that's true, but, like, with COVID last year and then this year again, we're telling guys that might not have played in the last five, six games, like, we're, we're one sneeze away from having eight dudes and you going from not playing to playing 30 minutes. And that is realistic. And, like, we're showing those guys examples even like league games where like if you have seven healthy bodies, you, you're you going to play in this league. So we might have two, three stars that go out, whatever, COVID, you know, quarantines, isolations, whatever it is. And then those dudes that are good enough to play and help us out, but they just have not had that opportunity, you better be ready to go. And I think our guys have done a good job of that. But but just the, the mentality is hard on those kids, right? You're working hard every you day. You're, you're not seeing it because you're not getting in the game. But then COVID and injuries as well. But like COVID could really decimate your roster. You got to be ready to go. So we're really trying to trying to stress that to our guys. Um, but it, it it's definitely hard.
0: Young yeah, watching right there with Georgia Tech. Uh, COVID has de- derailed their their momentum. Seriously, seriously, Josh had them going. They injury here, COVID here. You losing record to ACC. You know, so, and that's happening right with a power five schools. I imagine at your level how it can affect, if it's affecting them at that that level the way it is right now.
1: And I think if if and when that happens, which it seems like almost every team is going to go through this, right? But if and when that happens, at our level, in our league, it's like, okay, we got to find our way through this. But at the end of the day, we got to win three games in March. And that's how we're going to get to March Madness. So whether it's going really good or really bad, just trying to stay the course like I think with our team, you know, we, we've proven that we can play with and beat the best teams in the league, and I think we're one of those teams, but you know the Montana Southern Utah we beat Southern Utah it was their first home loss in three years, it was like 673 days they hadn't lost lost a game at home and we beat them uh, right after Christmas so we've beaten some of the top teams, we know we can compete, what we don't know is, COVID, are we going to get shut down, or are we going to lose a couple guys, whatever. But you got to stay the course because at the end of the day, you got to win those three games in March to get to March Madison. And that's obviously the ultimate goal.
0: And you have veterans on your roster who can do that for yeah. you. Like, what's good about your team is, Steve, is this man, brother, that you got veterans, man. Like, people realize your team is dangerous because we have older guys who've been through those battles and battle tested. They're not yeah. scared of the big lights come March. You know, and we to play on those three, three, days. They're very key for your year.
1: Yeah, and we've kind of circled this year as a big year for us because we do have a lot of guys, that, a lot of guys that, that have been in the program for a long time, guys you know, like Bodie Hume, Coor John Cooch, Matt Johnson, uh, and then obviously Dalen Coons, who came in from CU a year ago. They're all the same age. They're in their fourth year of college, and so they're veteran. Then we added some veteran depth in through the transfer portal with Drew Cookshausen, who's doing a great job. Um, Dalton Connect, who's an older guy. And then even our younger guys that are like still te- technically freshman, sophomores, they've been in the program two years. They know what to expect. So I think our experience and um, just our age, it's a big advantage for us if we use it correctly. The the downside is when you got those older guys that have been in the program four years, they start to kind of get smart to like what practice is this, that, whatever. And they're going hard, but like you start to just kind of check those boxes, right? Like, okay, now we're doing this, now we're doing this, now we're doing this. And you can get a little bit lackadaisical. So our guys that have been in the program so long, they got to keep their edge. And they're doing a good job of that, but it's, it's something you always have to watch out for and you have to always be ready to fight.
0: And Dylan's playing great for you, man. Nineteen points a game, giving us scoring points, punch opening up things for other guys. with score because defenses looking to attack him, get it out of his hands. So, but you got four guys in the figures. So he's doing his he's doing his thing too. But other guys are stepping up outside of him as well.
1: And that's the thing that yeah, Dylan's doing a great job. I mean, he's he's definitely leading us scoring wise. And if teams want to help out on him, he's he's a more than willing passer. He's able to see who's open, put two on the ball, find find that open guy. But, yeah, because we do have four – and I think we really have, like, six guys on any given night that can go s- score 15-20. Um, you know, Dalen obviously is doing it, Bodie Hume, Matt Johnson, Core John Cooch, and then Drew Cookshausen, who had, like, 25 against Southern Utah, and then Dalton Connect, who, like, against Cal Baptist, he had 20. We had six guys that can really score. So the, the key is that they all – the hardest thing is coexisting, right? And if it's not my night but it's someone else's night or – you know, team's game plans to take me out. Can I share it with with my teammate who he can score just as much? So, and our guys have done a nice job of that, but we, we have to constantly, can, you know, continue to work on that. And, and it really does, this year it started with Daylan on how well he's played. He, he's been tremendous. He's been so much more efficient. Um, and he's just shooting the ball really well. Very, very talented kid that's playing really well.
0: And Curry's giving you a lot of stuff inside as well, Coach. Uh, the rebounding yeah. punch he's giving you, defensive offensively setting the standard for you guys, being an anchor for you guys as well, cleaning up mistakes for you. Talk about that young man's drive and resolve and what he's doing for you guys the, down low.
1: Yeah, he, he's just gotten better every year. You know, his stats go up every year. He's gotten better. I think in league play, he's shooting like 70% from the field. Um, you know, so in league play, he's finishing really well. But what he brings to us, from a rebounding perspective, he's one of the best rebounders in the country. But then also defensively, like, he's probably our best defender. We can switch him one through five if we need to. I don't like to do that because I want to keep him at the rim as much as possible to rebound. But he he sets the standard in so many ways in terms of all the things. And he's another guy that he might score 15, he might score four, and he doesn't care. Uh, it's all about winning for, for him. So he's just gotten better every year, but he's gotten to the point where we do run a lot of our offense – on the block through him, but at the same point, we'll bring him out and play five out with him in the middle of that court where he's almost like kind of like a point center from time to time making decisions. And again, it's just gotten so much better. So now he, he is a a massive piece of what we do and he's turned into a really complete player.
0: And uh play level wise I'm loving what you're doing because like look I'm looking at your stats man. You got seven guys downtown. I mean having yeah. guys had to defend the whole court, defend, be honest, close out to the three. You know, you can get the ball rotation again and find open three on, on the weak side there for open guys. So I love that you can shoot the ball from downtown, cause defense to have a conflict, what you're going to do. get can't take away everything, pick your poison.
1: And, and, and that's always been a big thing in recruiting for us. You know, really the last six years I've been here, when, when Coach Linder was here as well, that we want to start off with shooting. And if you can shoot from four spots, and if you can shoot from five, it's even better. But if you can at least shoot from four spots, you should be really hard to guard. So, like as you look at the stats, like the offense isn't the issue. We've got to get better defensively, and that's been the emphasis. That we we've come up short, I think, defensively a little bit from time to time. When we're when we're really locked in defensively, we're really good. Um, when we start trading buckets, we're not that good. So, I think the defensive ends where we got we have to make some some ground up. But on that offensive end, yeah, boss. I mean, we're we're able to shoot from a lot of spots. And then if you're so worried about the shooting, a guy like Core. He's so good around the rim that you can just throw it in there and he's not going to get double teamed. So, so you really do have to pick your poison on how you want to guard us.
0: No doubt. I love having those multiple conflicts for defenses to have to yeah. decide what, what am I going to do tonight. I'm going to take what it is and take, <laughs> make them have that coffee. It's always a great thing there, brother. Yes, you
1: know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no question. And that's that's the goal. Put the defense in a bind, make, it, make a choice, and then figure out what they're trying to do. And then, and then you have to ex- execute from that point on.
0: No doubt, man. Hey, you got two new young men all uh, coming to your roster, man, in Langston Reynolds and Brock Wozniak. There, I man. Tell me about those two young men coming to your program next year. What they're bringing you, you guys, brother?
1: Yeah, we're really excited about both of them. You know, both of all. Uh, first of all, both local products, in state kids. You know, our, our roster won't be fully Colorado. That's not realistic. But the goal, since we've been here for the last six years, is to identify the best players in the state. Try to get them. And it started off with a guy like Bodie Hume several years ago where he said yes to us before we even had a track record of winning or whatever. But, you know, Brock and Langston, uh, they both played a prep school called Colorado Prep. Um, I think they're both, you know, top two top three players in the state of Colorado, really good players. Brock's going to be good in the sense that he can play a four or five. I think where he's most valuable is a a five that can stretch the floor because he can shoot as well. And one thing we don't have on a roster right now is a five man that can shoot threes. I think Brock can do that. I think he's tough. I think he's physical. Um, he, he's going to be ready to go. And then Langston, Langston's like it. one, he's like a Swiss Army knife. He could probably play one, two, three, four. He's big, physical. He's about 6'4, probably 205, 210 right now. T- to be honest, we don't have a player on our current roster that fits the bill that what he fits physically. He is physical, athletic. I think where we can really, where we really need him, even right now, is like defensively. He should be able to be an elite defender in our league. Uh, offensively plays a lot of spots, can really see the floor, can pass it, finishes at, at a high level, extremely athletic. Uh, shooting-wise, he's developing as, as a much better shooter. But both those dudes are the type of kid we want to be around. They're extroverted. Uh, they love to hoop. You don't have to drag them into the gym. They're going to be in the gym either way. They want to get better. And they've proven that, that, that they're winning players. You know Their, their teams have always won whether it's their club team, their prep team, their high school team, they are winners, and we want to be around winners. So we cannot wait to, to have both those kids on campus and coach them.
0: No doubt. Coach, I hope you have a great break here. You didn't ask for the break, but I hope you have a great break, and I hope you keep winning. in there. I hope I see you get punched the dance, the big dance in March, man, because you deserve it, man. You've been working your butt off out there. but I've watched you from afar, man, so you know, I'm a fan of yours for sure. So I'm definitely cheering for you, brother. Keep up the good, great work, my, my guy.
1: All right, boss, appreciate you. Thanks for having me on the show. Anytime, man. Thanks, brothers. Thank you. Be safe, man. Okay. All right.
0: We'll see you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,